practice makes perfect. So because I'm putting up my own money, I can make my own mistakes. That's right. I'm willing to pay for them. <laughs> but it may become learning experience, yeah. you know? So, you know, I just learned, but I'm having so much fun. It's like, I don't really feel no pain. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Not a lot of pressure on you. Ain't no pressure because I'm having fun. Like, new experiences are fun to me. Makes sense. And money don't mean nothing. I can make that shit whenever I feel like it. Money ain't shit. Another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, I'll let your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on all things social media. I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. Man. What the business is. Big this episode. seems like a special occasion. Man, we back in the saddle. The big show, as I used to know it, <laughs> by on Sports Center when Dan Patrick and Keith Oban were doing their thing. I'm Dan Patrick. No, you're not. I'm the Dan vet. Patrick. <laughs> I'm the great one, Dan I'm, Patrick. I'm Stu Scott, changing the game. I don't believe that. Revolutionary. Hey, man, action-packed episode, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of good shit. Shout out to the um, last week's episode, man. Got a lot of good feedback Did on we? the rappers rappers coming out. Hmm. Um, shout out to everybody that commented and all that good stuff. We appreciate you guys. Continue to like, comment, rate, subscribe. Uh, go to Patreon and make sure that you tap in right there we're looking for more subscribers thank you for the people that have subscribed recently we got y'all more content coming absolutely man on today's show action pack dude my boy yo boy 50 cent has a brand new tv show another one coming to netflix um yo mtv raps is making a comeback and we chop it up with dame dash about his new dame dash studios app but first Mm. my guy freddie gibbs Mm was on Joe Rogan's podcast. He has a video clip that has gone viral. Mm -hmm. He told a story where he shot a crackhead nine times. The crackhead kept running. You know, this is some real shit because it was a crackhead back in the day. I shot that nine times with a Tech 9, and he kept running down the alley. And that has completely took over the internet. My question to you, Mm -hmm. is this Freddie Gibbs being Freddie Gibbs, or is this too much information? No, this is perfect. This is what you are supposed to do when you're on Joe Rogan. Mm. This is what you Negroes do when you're late to shit. Nigga like Joe Rogan has been doing this for 13 years. <laughs> and if you think that Freddie Gibbs shooting a crackhead nine times and that crackhead continuing to run Which is nuts. is crazy, is. keep listening to Joe Rogan. <laughs> keep listening to Joe Rogan and listen to some of the stuff that is being put down by the guest, by him. So this is mild. This is very mild, I tell you. And this is a four-hour interview. In the course of four hours, and Rogan usually go about two hours to three hours, and if it's really good, he got the four with him. And they got another person on there with him, too. But this is a four-hour interview. I didn't even press play on it yet. I just seen the clips because I wanted to make sure that I was 
well ready for it. And I feel like that I am going to have to be prepared. But I'm not mad at this. I think that this is a good look for Freddie Gibbs. He's continuing on the trend that I said when I picked him as my uh, – close to being MVP in person who did the best in this pandemic. He is continuing to have people say his name in different circles, get more exposure. Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Clap for him. Yeah, we had this discussion about this time last year. Uh, you know, was re- was Freddie Gibbs ready for the spotlight spotlight? He here now. He had been doing his thing on the internet tip, on the, on the independent grind. Mm-hmm. But then with the Grammy nomination, he's on Joe Rogan, which is arguably one of the, I mean, not arguably, it's one the of the biggest, biggest podcasts, if not biggest. the yeah. biggest. So that's a big look for him. I don't know. That, that's on brand for him. Facts. To say this, but I mean, ah, and I guess any pub is good pub. Shout out to Easy E. I ain't heard you say anything bad yet. Yeah, I, you're acting uh, like something bad, but your words are not matching that. I will say this though: when he told the story, Joe Rogan didn't even flinch. Joe Rogan, man, listen, boy, <laughs> they kept it moving. Man, you got to hear some of the stuff. I, I, I listen to like, just disclaimer here. I listen to every Joe Rogan episode, mm. with the exception of uh, the MMA shit that he do. I don't listen to the fighting stuff, but every time an episode drop, I'm subscribed. I listen to everything, and I've looked at my phone a many a times and been like, "Yeah, fucking right." <laughs> just off shit that I've heard the, those white dudes on there when they talking about it, like, and you got to think he have a little bit of everybody on there. That's true. And he asks crazy questions, and they get crazy answers sometimes. So, like I say, I think that this is good. It's big for Freddie Gibbs. Now people who fuck, like Rogan got a whole tribe. That's true. Now those people going to be like, oh, yeah, that was the black dude on here. Say he shot a crackhead nine times. Yeah, man, I love his fucking album, man. And like, he's going to get a lot of that <laughs> over the next year, man. Welcome to the big boy league, Freddie Gibbs. You here now. He can kiss that Grammy goodbye, though. He can kiss He that. wasn't going to win that night. <laughs> He can say goodbye. That definitely wasn't his <laughs> win. Who was that? Uh, uh, Royce gonna win that? Absolutely not. Who is it? Royce Freddie Gibbs. Who was uh, it? D Smoke? Put some respect on his name. Royce Freddie Gibbs and who else? <laughs> who was the last person? <laughs> Still don't know who D Smoke paid for that Grammy nomination. Shout out to TDE though. I can't remember, man, who else was on there. But now Gibbs and he won't go get it to begin with. If Shout Royce to him, the though. five nine, D Smoke and. It's got to be somebody else. Popular. Yeah, it's more. I can't remember who though. It's off the top of my head. I can't remember. Because Royce who. is the favorite of them, the only people that we can remember. Shit. Next, next subject. On to Fifty Cent and his new TV show. Your man Fifty Cent does have a new TV show. It's called The Fiftieth Law, and it's going to air on Netflix. This is going to be written by Blackish creator. You talking about the same dude that did the the uh, other show on Netflix? Black as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be made by him. Yeah. My question: Are you here for it? I was here for it until you told me it was written by the dude who did Black as Fuck. Mm. I was here for like it. Him? Shout out to Kenya Burris. Let's Kenya put some res- Burris. Let's put That's some respect on his name, though, because he is getting busy in Hollywood. So I don't, don't want to disrespect the name. However, I'm not a fan of Black as Fuck, and I don't watch Blackish, and I don't see how that tone could fit with this book, which is amazing. The 50th Law is a dope-ass book. It's basically a sequel to The 48 Laws of Power. It was co-written by 50 and Robert Greene. So the fact that that's being turned into a book, I mean, excuse me, being turned into a TV show is dope. The fact that this TV show is being written by this guy is some slaw. I don't know. Those two don't mix to me. They don't make sense. But I will say we got to give props to 50 Cent and this second act that he got going on with the television producing stuff because he's got joints on deck. The, the, um, the BMF is being shot right here in Atlanta as we speak. 
the goddamn the for life is it got renewed for a second season on abc he got the new show with ti on paramount plus <laughs> he got he got the power book two season two got renewed and power book three season one is coming out later this year i got to give it the 50 he has completely reinvented himself as long as he keeps doing this and doesn't act or make more music he's got a long career ahead of him I'm not here for the 50 Cent music, I mean, TV career. I don't think any of the shows are good. Oh, I don't watch any of that shit, but you're here for the BMF, though. We watching that BMF. That BMF is getting watched. I hope that that's good. <laughs> that ain't dropped yet. I don't think anything the 50s put out is good. About this, uh, I'm here for the 50th law. I am a fan of Blackish. I didn't watch Black as fuck because of the reviews. I just Slaw. It didn't even look like it was going to be good. Slaw as fuck. And while you were talking, I wasn't just not listening to you. I was trying to get some background as to some other things that he's done that maybe the 50th law could be similar to, but I just don't see it on here. <laughs> Are we there yet? I hate my teenage daughter, girlfriend, soul food. No. Now, the 50th law, like you said, is a continuation of the 48 laws of power. It focuses on fear yep. and how to deal with fear and overcome fear to be great. Yeah. I don't know if you can make that funny. Yeah, that's tough. I'm, I'm not sure if that's something that we I want Kenya Barrett to do. The idea of it being a TV show, fantastic. I would like it to be just something different. If he does something different with it, then I'm I'm here for it. But I don't want the uh, over-the-top blackish type of humor around this book. So I, I would check for it to see that it's not that because I think it's a good idea. But if it is that, then I'm out of there, man. I was excited to see 50 with this, with this book turn into a TV show. And I was going to be like, finally, something 50 produced that I can watch. Because mm. I'm not watching Power. I'm not watching, I'm not watching none of that shit. You ain't watching none of Power? No, I mean, I, at the beginning, everybody watched it at the beginning. I just didn't. I just didn't hang on like everybody else did. That's one of the worst TV shows I've ever seen. Nah, nah, you ca- you cabin no. Nah, it's not that bad. <laughs> what Homeboys in Outer Space? Way worse than that. It's right there with it. <laughs> Power right there with Homeboys in Outer Space. I promise you. <laughs> hey man, listen, we, we're about to go to a break. When we come back. We got Dame Dash. Speaking of content, Dame Dash Studios is the app. Absolutely. He's got man. a lot of movies, got a lot of TV shows on there. So we're going to tap in with him, see what's going on, man. Don't go nowhere. Chill. Hey, man, we back. It's the On Deck TV podcast. Animal Brown checking in. Got Spike Lou in the building. I am Spike Lou. What up, though? Absolutely, man. Hey, look, I told you we had a special guest in the building. Needs no introduction. We're going to get straight to it, man. Damon Dash is in the building. What's popping, sir? What's happening? Slow motion, slow uh, yeah, motion. Though. We can't call it. <clears throat> hey, first off, congrats on all the W's you got, man. The the little one, the 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 relaunch of the of the uh, brand, Dame Dash, um, the the new app, all of the whole shit, man. Congrats on all that. Thank you, I appreciate that. I want to ask you this, bro. I know you spoke on it several times. You're big on dreaming. You got the dream big mindset. How did the pandemic affect that dream big mindset? Well, my dream was to make money while I don't have to go outside. <laughs> so, you know, fortunately, the pandemic fit my dream. <laughs> so I was able to make money without having to go outside my comfort zone. That makes sense. And when you speak about your comfort zone and, and dreaming and not having to go outside, a lot of that got to do with independence. And since the day one, we seen Dame Dash, whether he was shouting on um, the backstage interviews, even now with Dame Dash, the app, it's all about you being independent. Where that spirit, where that mindset come from? I just never had a boss. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't going to change that narrative. I don't know what that feels like. I don't want to know what it feels like. 
So I just don't know any other way. You know what I mean? So it's just my narrative my whole life. You know, I started being a boss, so I'm not going to finish being an employee. That don't make no sense. So it's too, like when you're shooting your movies and you're doing the content, what about the stuff that you don't know how to do? I know that person wouldn't necessarily be your boss, but how do you take instruction for them? How do you make sure stuff is up to par? You know, practice makes perfect. So because I'm putting up my own money, I can make my own mistakes. That's right. I'm willing to pay for them. <laughs> but then they become learning experience. Yeah. You know? So, you know, I just learned, but I'm having so much fun. It's like, I don't really feel no pain. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Not a lot of pressure on you. Ain't no pressure because I'm having fun. Like, new experiences are fun to me. Makes sense. And money don't mean nothing. I can make that shit whenever I feel like it. Money ain't shit. Mm. You know, so it's about having fun. That's priceless. It's real. Dame Dash Studios. Why the relaunch now? Why was now the right time? I mean, that was always my dream was to be able to be, you know, buy things while you're watching mm. without, you know, disengaging from the experience. So I got with the technology, I was able to build it. So, you know, basically with the pandemic, ain't nobody going shopping. You know, if they're conscious or they're, you know, being safe, they're going to shop from their house. So I feel like television is the new retail. Mm. You know, it's home shopping network with taste and aspiration. Speaking of the content, man, the, the OG stories is my favorite joint on this so far. I haven't watched everything, but so far the OG stories, that shit go hard, man. What what are you most proud of with this app, man? Any, any particular piece of content? kind of proud of everything equally because everything is an innovation within itself. You know, I like to do things that no one else is doing. And I believe everything I'm doing is something that no one else is doing. <laughs> That's real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me ask you, as far as the content goes, how does the creator get that across your desk? Like, how does Dame Dad Studios select all the stuff that goes on there and make sure it represents it's what you're trying to all. do? Yeah, like, you know, it's, it's, if I'm inspired... Then I start creating, you know, but I want to be able to package it and make it where, you know, you know, as I'm inspired, that actual feeling is captured authentically, package it, distribute it, make sure people can be entertained and learn from it and buy shit at the same time. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Any, any type of content that you don't have on the network that you're looking for? Uh, nah. I mean, you know, I don't know what I'm looking for, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I said, when things inspire me, it's not scheduled. Mm. It so, just happens. So how do you so, how do you come across content that inspires you? You looking at YouTube, you listening to podcasts, you watching nah, movies? Nah, I ain't looking for nothing. I just make shit. Oh, you I just get everything coming out of your head. Yeah, I'm the director, the producer... You know, it's just about what's going on in my day-to-day. So this health is wealth because I'm healthy. Mm, right. And my girl makes sure that, you know, Rocky makes sure I eat well. So we have cooking shows about what I'm eating. Nice. And what she's making for me. We've traveled the world. Mm. She's looking for like-minded people. So, you know, that's all been captured. Nice. And then there's the movies that, you know, that I've directed and made and written and paid for. And scripted television shows and, you know, I'm diabetic. So, 
You know, one of the things is Dash Diabetes Network. You know, everything that inspires me is on that. It's a point of view, and whoever's like-minded will probably gravitate toward it. As you far, know what I'm saying? As far as it's not for suckers. <laughs> it's a sucker-free network. <laughs> that was part of my next question. When you say it's sucker-free, right? So all of this stuff is in your head, and I know you're bouncing it off your wife. You're newly engaged. And you're bouncing off your teams, but who do you like to have conversations with about content, about what you're thinking, and making sure that it's online with who you are? Well, right now I talk to the OSG network, mm-hmm. and that's 90 Black Principles. We're developing curriculum, you know, and making sure the board of education is aware of it from a principal's perspective. You know, I got the commission. Wait, hold on a second. I'm mm-hmm. talking to like. Hey, can you get that and tell my cousin on the phone right back? It's a fake shot. Hey, Jeremy, give me. Oh, what's up with your grandson? That's crazy. Wow. I'm going to call you right, right back. I'm doing an interview. I'm going to call you right back. So, uh, that's my cousin. He's had a baby. Big shout out. My cousin is his grandson. Word. Um, what was we talking about? You was talking about who you have conversations with about the stuff in your oh, head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I got the 90 Black Principles. So with developing curriculum, I talked to congressmen like Congressman Andre Carson. I talked to senators like Eddie Milton. I talked to bishops like Bishop Pinnell. I talked to doctors like Dr. Pinnell. I talked to therapists like Todd and Melody, you know? So, you know, that's my circle. Those are the people I talk to. I talk to do it all. That's the commission. So everyone that I'm talking to are people that are fighting for other people other than themselves. And doing it at a professional level, getting laws passed, dealing with therapy, dealing with prison reform. Talk to my friends from the old days, like Daniel, you know, that. You know, I just talk to people. I talk to generals. Mm. I don't talk to soldiers. I don't talk to slaves. Mm. It's real. Uh, speaking speaking of the, the the slaves and the generals, man, I feel like there was a turning point when you coined the phrase culture vulture. Do you feel like people are more aware of their contracts and ownership ever since you said that? I feel like people weren't paying attention to that before. Yeah, you know, sometimes I say things people aren't ready for. I'm very futuristic. <laughs> but I'm here when they get it. So I'm cool. I can still celebrate it. That's why I smoke weed, so I can be patient. <laughs> Tell me about it. Where's the best place to get weed in L.A.? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know. Uh, <laughs> King Dusko. Get that King Dusko. <laughs> uh, man, real quick, I, I heard you also speak on, uh, it was good seeing you and Oskino uh, together. I thought that was super dope in the interview. Man, you said the goal was to be a billionaire. Yo, I go back and forth between me and my mans all the time. He says you can't be a billionaire without getting your hands dirty. Somewhere, Somebody somewhere is going to say you stepped on them to get to that point, man. How, do, you, do you feel that that's a true statement? I mean, someone that's going against you is going to have to get beat up for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. You're going to get your hands dirty. That's part of the game. You know, you play football, you get dirty. You box, you get dirty. Any sport, you get sweaty and dirty. Mm. You have you have people you're in competition with. Yeah, ain't nothing given to you. You got to take. It's the best that. It's a gladiator sport. No doubt, no doubt. But I, I remember 
several years ago, man, you spoke on kind of the, the group ec- economics tip where, you know, if it's 10 of us and we got a meal and somebody falls off, we can give a hundred and everybody be even. Do you still believe that to be possible? hundred mm. percent. The circle of success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible. It's just a matter of when. Mm. Nice. So with the Dame Dad Studios app and the content that you're putting on there and just having that roll out, tell me what you're, what you're looking for as far as content creators, people that are going to be working with you. I know you do it yourself. I know you, I know you produce direct, but stepping outside of your own box, are you looking to bring people in? Like, how is that going to work when you're moving around being Dame Dash? I'm looking for the best, something new. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like to stand out in the crowd. I like to be different. Mm. So, you know, I want to be taught. I don't always want to be the teacher. If you can teach me something, then you could be on my network. Mm. Mm. Hey, I, I always wondered, how do you feel about being famous, Dame? You like that? You like being famous? I really don't know life with, without being famous. Mm. So I like my life, so yeah, I guess. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Now, you were talking about on the app and using Dame Dad Studios, one of the features that you had was is when you're watching something and I see the shirt on my man back in the, the, the Dame Dash production, I can click a link or it's going to be at the bottom where I could buy it. Tell me a little bit more about how that's set up. So what will happen is while I'm wearing it, mm-hmm. something will flash, you can press it, you can buy it. Mm-hmm. Bonk. Is that was that your idea or was somebody on the team, the Dame Dash team? You're gonna get somebody else credit for it, cause that's pretty fly right nah, there. That was my idea. That's all you. <laughs> that was my idea. Come on, bro. I mean, I know. I mean, you got a lot of good ideas, bro. I just had to make sure that was yours. You know. Well, that that was one of them. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Now nah, that's dope. How, for people that don't know, how often will new content be coming on the platform? Every day. Damn. Mm. It's as fast as I can edit. I got infinity of content and I shoot every day. Mm, okay. So it's always going to be new content. That's the, the least of my concern. So speak- Rapid. I'm about rapid action. <laughs> nice. So speaking of ideas, content, and rapid action, we got one we want to run by you while we got you here. <laughs> you familiar with the show The Prophet where the guy goes and he saves the struggling businesses and he does those things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I know that. We got an idea for Dame Dash to go save struggling hip-hop businesses, struggling artists, people that just need some Dame Dash idea, Dame Dash direction. How open are you to that? Yeah, if it's made very well. If it's what? If it's made at the scale, okay. I'm with it. No doubt. So you wouldn't have but, it. You know, my direction, my direction is, you know, it's very honest. It's not TV-friendly sometimes. <laughs> that it's was true. my next question. Do you think that... People in the industry, artists, whatever it may be, the person that you're trying to help, you think that they're going to be open to that Dame Dash help? Can they take that? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You don't care if they can take it? (laughs) I don't care. Man, quick question too, man. Uh, Before we get you out of here, I know um, I see you on IG Live with the little one, man. You seem super excited, very good time in your life. What has being a father taught you about life? And I know you had previous, uh, you've already been a father, but what has that taught you about life, bro? You better get with a woman that you love so that you can both experience it together. And, you know, take about four or five months off so you could be with your son or your daughter every single day, mm. all day long. Mm. That's, it. that's the goal. That's, that's, that's the dream. Word. 
Word. Hey, you, you speak about hustling for your last name, hustling for your family. What, did you have that mindset before you had kids? Or did that just take it up a level? I mean, I, I had a kid when I was 19. So it was like, mm. it's, been, it's been what I've been thinking about my whole adult existence for sure. Word. You know what I mean? Like, you know, at this point, it's been a 30-year run. And ain't nothing new, <laughs> you know? But, you know, I'm first generation, though. So it's like, I just, I just never... Been, been an adult without being a boss. Yeah, that's what that to me is what made me an adult, and I wanted to get there as quick as possible. Mm. That's real. That's real. What's your fondest memory of, of the Rock days, bro? Anything you think you think about to this day? I guess maybe the Hamptons with Aaliyah, because I was doing the Rock days. Word. Yeah. Respect, respect. Yeah, anything Aaliyah is my fondest memories of the Rock Day. That's what's up. That's what's up. You ever? You? I don't know how much you follow the hip hop game, bro. But do you see anybody right now that resembles what the Rock had going on? Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of people doing it. You know, um, are you little baby in them? Quality Word. control. They're doing that. Yeah, and um. You know, there's there's little pockets of people. I don't think anybody's doing what the Rock what Rockefeller was doing, but you know, there's things that resemble maybe an evolved version. No doubt, man. Before we get out of here, man, um, any anything else you want people to know about what Dame Dash has going on? I know the little one got the clothing line. And anything else? I know the cooking show season two is on the way with the misses. What else, man? For before we close out, bro. Well, I'll do a whole press run about it, but I'm going to launch the 24-hour television network on over-the-air television. So you have it on, on television, like a you know, like a network, 24 hours with commercials and shit like that. Wow. So, yeah, so that's happening uh, in the next couple of weeks. Damn. Okay. And then all the projects, you know, the, the thing we're launching next on the network is Health as Well, Finesse Raquel's show. You know her, her her season and everything that comes with that, and then like you know, there's a lot of shit happening. It really is. No doubt, keeping you busy. It really is keeping you busy, man. Hey, I, I know you speak about passing the plug, man. Next time you in Atlanta, we got the studio down here. If you you know if you ever need some place to shoot, bro, we got to pass the plug. I appreciate that. Let me know when you're in L.A. Re- respect, definitely. bro. We got you, man. We appreciate you pulling up for part two, man. We'll holler at you, man. Be well, bro. Be safe out there. It's, it's, it's all good. Thank you, bro. I know. Yep. And we are back. Hey, man, look at Dame coming through, man. Riding in the whip, taking Rolling time to holler at us. Through. Absolutely, man. That was a cool conversation, man. So, rolling through. First of many, we hope. So, Absolutely. if you guys weren't satisfied with that, we'll have some more for you. Because if you think, hey, and best believe I'm hitting them up when I go to LA. Absolutely. Just putting that out there. Told so, us hit them up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yo, what, Dame, yeah, yeah, remember me? Who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you told us hit us up when you was out here, bro. Uh, man, let's get to some wins and some losses. Uh, speaking of a newborn, shout out to Westside Gun, Griselda's own. Welcome to baby girl into the world. He called her uh, his her his junior. So shout easy out to for Westside you to Gun. Say. Yeah, I know, easy for me to say. But shout out to Westside Gun, man. Big look for Griselda. He had a female junior. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's not her name. He said that's what I'm calling her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. We knew, I grew up with a junior, a female junior, Tanya Vern Jr. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Shout she out Vern. That's my dog. That's my girl, Tanya Vern Jr. She going to be hot at me. I said <laughs> Let her hit it, Scoops. Yeah, man. Next up, man, another W2, the return of Yo! MTV Raps. It is coming back to Paramount Plus. Are you tapping in? Facts, man. This was my introduction to hip-hop. Like this, this is the reason, the, or the the way that I got into rap. I remember it was Young MC, Busta Move. Mm. That was the first video that I remember seeing. Like, what is this? And um, Yo MTV Raps is where I seen that video, and there since then it's been on. I don't know who's hosting it yet, and I'm not sure why. Are they relaunching old episodes, or they nah. doing new episodes? This new shit. Oh, I don't want to see that though. I'm not sure why it's still got MTV in the title, because uh, <laughs> it's gonna be on Paramount Plus. Yeah, Maybe weird. I don't know who owns Viacom that shit. probably own Paramount. Probably they own every goddamn thing. Right. Um, another W to Travis Scott fans uh, stands too. He confirmed that Utopia is the name of the new album, and it's on the way. He's experimenting with a brand new sound. Though is that a good idea? Dangerous. <laughs> Anytime you hear artists say that when they hot, it means somebody fucked up. <laughs> Somebody's wrong writers, wrong producers, too big of an idea, yeah. but something ain't right. When you experiment with a sound like Travis Scott sound, yeah, leave that's that alone. an issue. Because Travis Scott got the probably top three, four sounds in the industry right now. So when you start tampering with that, yeah. I'm scared what comes out of that, man. Yeah, you got to let the Astro World sound go man. at least one more one project. One more round, buddy. <laughs> you need one more round of those McDonald's sponsorships and those joy sneakers before you start playing with your sound and dropping out uh, fucking rock albums and shit, man. Don't do that Lil Wayne Kanye shit yet. You ain't there yet, nigga. You got one more album. We need one more Astro World before you start changing the sound. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact, man. On Decker of the Week this week, guys, this is back-to-back whole shit. Like, I, like this, bro, I got, I got to get it to him. I he, thought this was fake. He Back-to-back hove. He's behind a new app mm-hmm. called the Perch app. All right? Jay has been making a lot of moves behind the scenes, but this is another story, though. This app is helping minorities improve their credit score by counting recurring bills like Netflix, Spotify, Apple Music on your credit report building your credit score up. Mm. I thought that was a super dope idea, and I was surprised that that stuff doesn't count already. Well, you got to pay to uh, the different credit industries to report it. If you oh, okay. Some companies just don't feel like it's worth it. But I feel like it, I guess the app would pay, and then you get the information from them. So that's a smart idea. That's a good business plan, actually. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Hmm. There's a lot of credit hustles. Facts. A lot of credit hustles, dude. It, I always wondered... When people, when you see people signs that say "improve your credit, credit five hundred dollars or mm-hmm. something like that," mm-hmm. do you know what they doing when they do that? When they send the letters and stuff in, or no. call the people and get the stuff dropped off? No, they'll 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 add you to their credit card as an authorized user, and you only need to be on there for ninety days for their credit to be affected on yours. So if they have really good credit and they mm-hmm. got ten slots yeah. on their credit card, they could charge you five hundred dollars, ten people five hundred dollars for that one card. And they'll, their credit report will reflect on your score. And then they, they can give take them you a off. limit or something? Yeah. How do they use the card? No. Nah, nah, you don't use no. the card? Hell no. Or you just list somebody as an authorized user? Bingo. If you've got a 10-year-old credit card and your credit is fire and my shit struggles and I get on yours as an authorized user, 60 days later, my shit just jumped up 100 points. Nigga, I'll worth them 600 if I'm trying to get a crib or something. 
That's how you look at it. Yeah, that's fair. It's a hustle, guys. If you got a credit card that you had a long time, that go free hustle right there. As we always say here, the On Deck TV podcast, it take money to make money, baby. That's a fact. Um, before we get out of here. making money, you get plenty of shucks up. As, as you that. You got something to put me on. No, nah, I thought you had something first. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, the only thing I got is the new season of Snowfall. I have not watched it yet. Mm. No, nobody spoiled the shit. Mm. That goes for you and everybody in the damn group chat. I can't believe niggas waiting three days to watch Snowfall. That's nope. fucking nuts. No, I haven't watched it that yet. That is nuts. Niggas watching Married with Children reruns, <laughs> but can't take an hour out of their day to watch Snowfall. That's a classic. If you did watch it, they were cooking. <laughs> Them first two episodes was fire. <laughs> Jesus. And that being said, my put on is the Snow School Podcast, podcast by Realville Media, where we are breaking down every episode of Snowfall. Me, myself, I'm hosting an Animal Brown. And join me sometime. Big Jeff was over there with me last time. We even had him extra stop through. Check out Join the Realville guys as we break down Snowfall. There are two episodes ready to drop for you this week based off the two episodes that just dropped. And we got a preview for season four. So we are working over here. The put on of the week is going to be for me, Snow School, the podcast. Check that out. Absolutely, man. Hey, guys, we appreciate y'all tapping in. Big shout out to Dane for tapping in. It's funny because we had them actually on deck for last week. Some technical difficulties. His crib too high in the hills. Yeah, this was part two. So if you're wondering, like, how did they get him in the car? Like, why do you... It was a second part of the first one. And that's why he was riding in the car. He didn't want to stand us up for the second one. And the first time, he had internet issues. Yeah, it was tripping. So that's how we caught him in the car to make sure he just, you know, he, he was a man of his word. He said he was going to hop on there with us. He hopped on us with us, even though he was in the whip. So we appreciate that for that. Respect to Dane, man. Guys, do us a favor. YouTube.com slash Realville. Make sure you subscribe. Roll to a thousand. Help us get there. And Patreon.com slash Realville. Hit that link in the description for bonus content. We got the Freeway debut album review and the Young Guns debut album review up right now on Patreon. Absolutely. And Boomerang, too. And we review Boomerang. And Ooh. the month before that, we review Life. And next month, we got Coming to America, leading into Coming to America, too. The Patreon is where you want to be, folks. Check that out for all the extra content. Get familiar with the Realville characters. Learn to love us. Support the real. We out. Holla.